Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. So... Listen, I mean, you said you feel good. Yeah. It's it's good. It's probably like it's been a, a long journey. You go back a year ago about mm-hmm. how you felt. And, and I saw you, man, like in the first half. I saw your perfect game in New York for six innings. Oh, yeah, it was perfect for a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Well, you, your part of it was perfect. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, or it was it? No, I think I had a couple walks in there. Oh, you did? It was like, it was like no hit through six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, well, see. <laughs> Too many pitches, though. Yeah. Too many deep counts. It was good, man. It was yeah. good. But anyway, you were so good, like, obviously, throughout that run. The first question I have is sort of how do you feel now compared to a year ago? Because, again, you were really, really good. So how do you feel now? Is there anything different? Yeah, actually, a lot is. Uh, I, right at this time, like mid-February, I came into camp uh, last season. I came into camp. I was a little wonkier uh, mechanically. We actually had to tighten a few things up. I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, in in that off season that was kind of like new and experimental for me. Mm. And some things were good, uh, and and I felt like you know I was kind of locked in on a few things, but a few things were a little off. So spring training was really trying to like hone things in. We were able to do that. I had a good, I had a pretty good first half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it really trailed off the last like couple months of the year yeah. so 
going through this offseason, it's always weird. You know, free agency is always weird, and, and you're human because you want to know where you're going to be. Take me through, like, when the season ends, mm-hmm. what your mindset's like, not only in terms of I'm going to find a team, but in terms of how you're going to approach where you are right now. Yeah, this past offseason was a little different. Um, it was a bit of a relief that it was over because the last couple months were a bit of a nightmare for me. So I got away from baseball, like, completely for a little bit, um, just to kind of reset my mind. Mm. Um, whereas, like, off-seasons pass, like, it's like the season's over. I'm like, I got to go to work. I got to do this, this, and this. Um, I was like, yo, let me chill out for a minute. Yeah. Um, you know, had a nice vacation. And, you know, once, once it was time to work, it was like, all right, like, let's focus on just a few specific things, get back to basics, hone that out. Um, I felt like I accomplished that. And then the other side of it was going to free agency for the first time. Um, usually that's a very exciting thing. Um, not very many players are, you know, their career, careers aren't long enough to make it to free agency. Uh, so I was very fortunate to be in that position. But on the other side of it, I, it wasn't very exciting for me because I went into free agency coming off of a very down year. So... It was like, oh, man, like, what's going to happen? You know, what teams are going to be interested in me? You know, a bunch of question marks. Um, Luckily, my representation, uh, Ryan Hamill, CAA Sports, like, you know, did a wonderful job. Evan Green as well uh, on that team. And, um, yeah, we were able to communicate with a number of teams, but I was really impressed with the Red Sox. Um, My initial meeting with them was fantastic. Uh, and they immediately kind of like shot up to the top for me as far as like a landing spot yeah. and we were able to get a good deal done there's so it's good there's a lot of things I want to pick through including where you went to a vacation oh yeah this island in the eastern Caribbean called Dominica um, it's like a small island was this referenced by someone or was this just like a good Google search it was like Google searching and um, I knew that my girlfriend and I, we wanted to go somewhere tropical. Um, so we were kind of looking around the Caribbean. And, um, yeah, we kind of landed on this this island. Um, ended up being beautiful. We were there for like 10 days. It was uh, That's pretty good. super so- nice. Yeah. It, <laughs> some people, if they've seen um, the second Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Movie, yeah, yeah. They filmed it there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's so, and that's early enough where you don't have to stress out about like so when the season ends. I mean, I don't know. I've never been a free agent, mm-hmm. um, at least in baseball. So the season ends. Your representation says, "Hey, you know what? We're go- this. We're going to set you up. This is. Don't worry about it. This is how this is going to work. Exactly. And then you go on the vacation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah. To- it was like I went into free agency and I'm talking with them I'm like man uh, you know look at my numbers this is terrible like what's gonna happen but like you know am I gonna have to do an NRI am I have to do this like they're like no like look at your track record you know they kind of reassured me like you're gonna be fine you know let's let's get something done um, get back to you and go from there was that human nature as you're going through those last couple months too I mean everyone handles contract years differently right yeah I tried I try to not 
think about like contracts and all that kind of like personal stuff when you're playing because I've always been a guy where it's like I'm for the team. Mm. Like when I take the ball, I'm pitching for this team uh, and, and all the guys that I'm taking the field with, you know, we're going to battle each day. Mm. So it's like, you know, I want to go out there and do my job. You know, we, we have a bunch of relievers that are at that, you know, late in the season are banged up. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know, I got to give them innings. Uh, I got to try and go deep. And you're so. traded. For, you're traded for too, which mm-hmm. is you know this is a responsibility of they they've allocated. You know that's human nature too. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. I might have put a little bit too much pressure on myself after being traded. You know, I say oh I got to come in and be that guy yeah. and do this that and that. So you know if it were to happen again, I'd you know given that I have that experience now, I think I'd have a little bit of a different outlook mm-hmm. um, and go into it um, with a little bit more of a clear head, but. At the same time, I hope that doesn't have to happen. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that you know we come together here as a squad and we win a lot of games. And you know, we as far as like trade deadline is concerned, we'll be you know seeking out help rather than you know yes. sending guys it's off. Always, it's always <laughs> the, the preference. The, yeah. So you come back from vacation. Is it? Is there? Is that when sort of you start? Okay, what's going on? And I don't know like when, for instance, teams start calling. The Red Sox start calling. Like before you went on vacation, I'm, no, I'm basing everything was, around your trip to vacation because it sounded so awesome. Yeah, so, no, so. it was. Um, it's like right around that winter meetings time. Winter meeting, okay. Yeah, that's, that's when you. That's when things start to heat up a little bit. This free agency's been weird though. You still see a bunch well, of guys still on the board. That's what so. I want to ask you about, yeah. honestly, because this is a bigger picture question. Is that as a free agent pitcher, like as a starter, is that how important it is to get into camp? To have progression. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine? Everyone's different. I get that. But can you imagine of still waiting right now? Yeah, that would be uncomfortable yeah. for sure. Um, I'm really glad to be here, like, since I was here before report date, right? So, yeah. you know, get in here and, you know, connect with the guys I already know, start to build relationships with guys I'm just meeting for the first time, especially catchers, all the guys over there. Um, so... Yeah, I value that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I was able to, you know, sign and, you know, get acclimated early rather than, you know, what's happening with a few few other guys but, here. By the way, when you signed, I also was on vacation. I was, <laughs> in, a, I was in a zip line over Honduras. Nice. So uh, I couldn't tweet, but uh, yes. But it's it, when you finally lock into the Red Sox and you finally, is it just a sense of, oh, my goodness. Oh, good. Like, it worked out because, like, all the anxiety about the last couple of months and everything else. Or is it, uh, hey, you know what? Now the anxiety is I got to go prove myself or I don't know. Again, I've never been a free agent. Yeah, I mean, I think that everyone deals with a level of anxiety. It's just how you deal with it, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it shifted. I guess it, it, I'd say it shifted from what you the first thing you said to the second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you know, I signed. It's like, all right, great. You know, I... I know I have a home and I know that, you know, financially I'm, I'm set. Like I don't have to worry about things like that, which is, you know, a blessing. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't play baseball to make money. I play baseball to win. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's at, at the core, what I care about. I want to win. I want to do my job and help secure wins every single time I take the ball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's obviously pressure with that, but, you know, we all have our ways of, of coping with it and, and uh, overcoming it. By the way, you're an outlier. Like, you're a guy, like, do we talk about innings? 
I just said, hey, you're a no-hitter, but you had a no-hitter. Like, there's six innings. The fact that you pitched six innings, like, this is one of the things I would imagine you take great pride in, that you're being classified as one of these guys, one of these sort of guys that, honestly, they're, they're not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a thing for you, that this has always been a thing. Yeah. Because baseball isn't going that way. It's going the other way. Yeah. Did we talk about yesterday or when we spoke, um, did we talk about... I might have talked to other guys yeah. about it, but like veterans, um, mm-hmm. veteran presence, learning from veterans. No. Okay, so that, yeah, so I learned that trait from James Shields. Uh, okay. He was uh, the veteran presence of the starting pitching staff with the White Sox when I first came up with the Sox in 17 and 18. He took me under his wing, and he's an innings guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he stress the importance of throwing as many innings as possible um you know that is how you help the team as a starting pitcher that's how you get paid as a starting pitcher um you know if you are reliable you're durable um and you know you look at the back of your baseball card at the end of the year and you have 200 plus innings you're probably doing a lot of things oh yeah so that's always been my goal. Every single season, I want to throw 200 plus innings. I haven't achieved it yet. Mm. Last year was the closest I got, but you know, this year still the goal. Mm. Um, I want to go out there and give as many innings for this club as I can. Mm. Last question is: Did you read the book? Um, the Joe Kelly Joe's, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gave me a copy of it, so you skimmed it. Yeah, I skimmed through it. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I, there was a lot of, the chapter, I don't know, chapter, multiple chapters, talking about his upbringing and his family. Oh, yeah. It was really fascinating. Oh, with his dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is, I appreciate you taking the time and doing this interview in exchange. Not only am I going to give you a Mm t-shirt, but I'm going to give you the audio book. Yeah, perfect. Are you an audiobook guy? Sometimes. I, I like I like holding you it like and reading, reading it. it. Yeah, yeah, but time is an element, you know? Yeah. I don't know, whatever you want. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make it available for you. So I... Yeah, no, he gave it to me, and I started reading it from the beginning, and then it was during the year, and I don't know, it's, I probably got well, distracted I, with something I, I else. I had told him, I said, the idea that I had was getting a circle of you guys, like, uh, I forget who was Kopech or whoever have a book club like like let's go yeah <laughs> like, so but anyway I appreciate your time thanks yeah of course of course.